about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk About Sex, Jamie. I'm Jamie. This week's episode is super, super cool. I've got the legend that is Miss Kim Rubb on the podcast, and she's going to be talking to us about basically all the amazing stuff she's done in her life. Um, I'll let her speak for herself because, yeah, she's she's amazing in every way. And I've got my friend Emily on talking about a awkward hookup that she had in uni, which is kind of funny <laughs> and lets me do my uh, terrible Hugh Grant impression. Anyway, hope you enjoy it. Let us know what you think on Instagram at Let's Talk About Sex Jamie and enjoy. Love you. Bye. What are you afraid of? Hey, Miss Kim. Hey, Jamie. So, for those who don't know, you are a pro dom, right? Yes. Which means what? A professional dominatrix, which means I get paid to do a variety of things. I mean, it's not just one thing, but a mm. variety of things um, in the BDSM world. Yeah. yeah. And and funny enough, I've only been doing it three years. Mm. Mm. But you've been in this world for a yeah, long time. A very, very, <laughs> yeah. very long time. Uh, 32 years, yeah. yes. In which we've scene. already established this yeah. way longer than you've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Um, so, yeah, I kind of wanted to like find out a bit about the last three years for you. So, for anyone that has no idea about this world, that kind of includes myself a little bit. Okay. Although we have been to your playroom, so I feel a little bit like Ooh, like I've seen some stuff. I now. know. It's the first I know. time I've been to. I've never been to any kind of playroom dungeon, anything like that. So. No. And you did nice. think I was going to try and pin you down on something a little, for a while? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> this is where she jumps me. And no, that's <laughs> yeah. not my scene. No. So if anyone that has no idea about this world, then what can they expect if they if they've booked a session with you? They've booked an hour mm-hmm. and they show up. What what happens then? I ask them what they're into. Mm. And if they don't know what they're into, then I say, we can try lots of things. Mm. And if at any point you go, mm, it's not really doing it for me, uh, we stop and yeah. go on to something else. Because if there's one thing about BDSM, it's just the most huge subject that you can ever think about. And there's so many things that you can do, mm. you know, uh, then we don't have to stop at the oh ow that hurts my balls you mm. know I don't like that you know with this there's lots and lots of things that we can play at mm. you know oh that's hurting my balls well how about this feather yeah you know oh yeah that's better because mm. you know not all BDSM is about pain mm. everybody thinks it's about pain right you know and some some things um, are just about being dominant you know um you don't have to inflict bodily harm on somebody yeah. f- for them to enjoy a BDSM experience. Mm. You know, just the domination part. Them feeling like they're in the presence of a strong, powerful woman mm. that they're a little bit intimidated by and mm. scared and, you know, yeah. Yeah, I definitely got that vibe from you. First off, you called me to set this up and that never happens right whenever I give my number out to someone to set up a recording it, they always text me you called me and you were very like, well, like I, I come from a generation where you picked up the phone yeah and I did and not only that <laughs> but don't you think when you hear somebody's voice you can tell so much about them and it might 
you know, surely when you heard my voice, you thought, oh, she sounds really friendly, really nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, friendly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You, you, sounded fr- <laughs> you sounded friendly, but you sounded intimidating. Oh, good. And that was, yeah, no, it really came through. It really came through. I was like, because you, you were sort of like... Well, maybe um, just because you don't answer the phone. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe if you started answering the phone a bit more or making calls, mm. make the calls. <laughs> maybe you could be the intimidator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it felt like a strong power move. And on the and on the phone you did call it your dungeon. You said we're going to we're going to record in my dungeon. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I've let you down. It's fine. I, but but it's warmer in here and this is no, the like coldest this. day of the year. I'm very okay with this. But um yeah, and I, the vibe I got was you were very sort of just strong. And I, and I'm not even a client. I'm not even, you know what I mean? So I could see I instantly I was like yeah, oh, but okay, I've right. always been assertive. Yeah. Always. Uh, um <clears throat> I can remember being at a party a BDSM play party at somebody's house mm. years and years ago and somebody I don't know whether they were being joking jokingly or not but called me dominant and my friend Nick went she's not dominant she's just bossy <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's an element of that I've yeah. always been kind of not bossy i.e. you know not regarding somebody else's wishes but mm. certainly getting things done yeah yeah mm. you know okay. are, are you listen if the ship was going down stick with me <laughs> because because I'll find us a boat and a life raft and some food and a yeah. and a band <laughs> yeah. it would be a great escape from the apocalypse I'm just the sort of person that gets things done yeah and I do it now yeah you know I'm not like oh yeah yeah I'm gonna I'm you know people it's talks cheap actions speak louder than words mm. oh yeah I'm gonna do this that and the other no I've d- already done it yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that's probably that's all you could hear just just um you know you getting stuff done me getting stuff and it worked because I'm here it did yes <laughs> exactly yeah. you yeah. see I always okay. get what I want <laughs> So, in terms of um, people that have come in and they're not sure what they're into, and you kind of show them some things, um, I was going to say show them the ropes, but there's, there's a lot more to it than ropes. Um, what would you say is the overarching kind of trend in in this? Uh, there thing? isn't. Okay. There you go. Good. There isn't really. You know, men are as different <clears throat> as women. Mm. <laughs> We couldn't say all women were the same, could we? Mm. Certainly couldn't. Well, men aren't either. And what they... I was talking to... I, I've just been for afternoon tea. With another have. With another mistress mm. who um, I trained. And um, I was discussing with her. Because she's a rubberist as well as a mistress. Mm. So she loves rubber. But I was saying that I... My rubberist clients, I don't... They're not very submissive. Mm. So they don't, they're not all, yes, mistress, thank you, mistress. Mm. You know, they're not doff, doffing their cap, you know, all the yeah. time. Um, they generally enjoy the rubber experience. Mm. Uh, it being encapsulated by it, the smell of it, the touch, the sound, mm. all of those things. But they don't tend to be that submissive. So that's just one type of guy, you know, the rubberist type of guy. But there are rubberists who are very submissive as well. Mm. Then there's your transvestite. There's your slutty transvestite who just wants to be a tart, mm. a bit of a slag. Yeah. yeah. But then you've got your sissy type transvestite who wants to be a doll right yeah mm. and they kind of fall into different categories so to assume that all men are the same and they all have they all like the same thing is totally different you know sissies for instance like a little bit of bottom spanking mm. but wouldn't go as far as a cane right 
Okay. But they do like a big old dildo up their arse. <laughs> or even just a little finger. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all, are these all things you have to kind of slowly work out through the session? You do slowly work out. Well, no, because I talk to them before we start the okay. session. Um, so you get a rough idea. But if somebody's, you know, comes to me and they says they want to a dress up day, sissies, sissification. It's called sissification. Okay. Um, then I kind of say anal playing a bit of spanking and mm. they usually go yes mm. okay because they fall into sort of not always listen yeah. there's no such thing as a, a rule this is how it is mm. um but then you've got your cp clients you know that just want cp mm. um although so i have CP. corporal punishment okay. it's short for corporal punishment it's what we used to do to children when they were naughty right hit them yeah <laughs> which of course it must have come from the forces hence the word corporal, corporal punishment. yeah yeah but um yeah hitty things mm. um which is also called impact play mm. but um i have an impact play client that i've turned into a bit of a rubber whore so okay. he didn't know he liked rubber yeah but because it's one of my things uh, i like rubber because yeah. i have a rubber club you know called the uh called rubber cult it's okay. actually on this saturday oh, okay yeah. so what does that entail then everybody wears rubber yeah <laughs> everybody you can't yeah. get in unless you're wearing rubber okay so in, in in essence it's the only real fetish club in this country right because everybody is a fetishist oh okay so most fetish clubs are it's a place where you can go like that but not everyone has to this one everyone has to everybody has to, well at a fetish club everybody has to wear a, a dress code but yeah. but you know most people try and get around it with a fancy dress costume yeah. or something like that but you know do you know what the word fetish means no the worship of an inanimate object to okay. get an erotic response oh okay so they're people who love rubber and it makes them ooh, mm. yeah so is the attraction so that makes them a fetishist right so the I'm a fetishist right okay so is the attraction to the rubber or to the f do you know what I mean like is it the person in the yeah. rubber is no, there a grey no. area? Sometimes, sometimes it's not the person in the rubber. Yeah. They can give a shit who's in the rubber. Right. Yeah. It's the rubber They're itself. fetishising the, the... Yeah, because the person in it is animate. Mm. The rubber is inanimate. Mm. So the definition of fetish is in, inanimate. Okay. So thigh boots. Yeah. So leather. Mm. PVC. These are all inanimate things. Mm. High heels. So that's what the attraction is aimed at, then. Well, if you're a fetishist, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I and didn't it's know that. Uh, if you get an erotic response from it. Yeah. Yeah. So if it, you know, the funny thing about girls and boys is, um, you know, boys will very often use their barometer. You know that thing that hangs between their legs. Yeah. That barometer generally tells them that they're getting an erotic response. Yeah. It's very difficult for girls because we don't spontaneously sit around and go oh yeah, oh, yeah rubbing your parts <laughs> love that yeah you know but i love rubber and it does make me feel very special mm. without making me really horny yeah. do you know what i mean yeah 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 so yeah i'm a fetishist okay so you love wearing it and seeing it as well i, I love lots of things as well you see it's not yeah. just rubber i love yeah. leather i've got a lot right. of leather stuff yeah. i like I like stockings not mm. as much as i like rubber and leather mm. i like thigh boots um, I like high heels, but I like the real high, the real heels, not the Laboutin heels. Because What's that? You know Laboutin? No. Laboutin. <laughs> well, there's a there's a, a designer called 
somebody Labutin. Mm. I can't remember his first name. <laughs> but he makes really high heels, except the distance between the heel and then the start of the sole is very wide. Right. Whereas if you're into fetish heels, the gap is very narrow, which mm. means the foot is virtually upright. Oh, okay. And it's that angle that's everything. Right. Everything, mm. see? To just sit here and talk about the angle of a shoe mm. and get excited about yeah. it, and you can hear my enthusiasm yeah. and my passion for it, mm. and Lebutin's on it, <laughs> then, you know, that's a fetishist. Yeah. Okay. So if someone thinks they might be interested in this world, where's a good place to start? Um, so if you wanted to go somewhere and just meet people who you might be able to uh, talk to about things, perhaps they've been to different events, would be a munch. Mm. Um, and they're usually in a back room in a pub and you can find them on FetLife. Have you heard yeah. of FetLife? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so munch stands for something. It's yes, it does. It's that isn't it, quite it, an acronym. It, it started in America and it was a meeting and a lunch of like-minded kinky people, mm. um, except British people don't all go out for a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so that was where the word came from. But it mm. just means meeting of like-minded kinky people. Mm. You know, some of them have never gone any further than the keyboard. Yeah. But sometimes you'll go to a munch and there'll be people on there who play with their partners at home or perhaps been to events or just really really interested in it and know a lot about it and mm. that's a good place to go to just you know to talk to people mm. and potentially play with people there's also a thing in london called peer rope p-e-e-r peer to peer yeah so um that's also on fet life where you can um join in um it's five pounds it's usually on the last sunday of the month in bethnal green mm. that's my local one yeah and um people bring rope and let you use it so mm. if you like was thinking oh, i don't know if i like rope or not mm. you could go there pay five pounds let somebody teach you appear yeah and then uh then you would know whether you liked it or not and whether whether you're going to invest in some rope yeah um then you could potentially go to something like club pedestal if you think you're submissive because mm. club pedestal is a female domination club right so it's for female dominance and the submissive men mm. that love them um, pro doms or just no dominant any females? any okay. dominant female even if she's you know just got a whip in her hand yeah <laughs> and those tiddly squat yeah <laughs> <laughs> which you see a lot of that going around <laughs> cool what are you afraid of Hi, Emily Hi, Dan. Oh, good, thanks. <laughs> I feel like I'm leading the podcast. You are? <laughs> this is your story. It is my story. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to tell you guys about... This was at um, university, actually. Mm. Um, you know, classic, you saw a guy. I did know him already from Halls. Not complete random, but I hadn't, like... You know, I chatted about him. He was, everyone knew who he was. Quite attractive, rugby player. Mm. Saw him on a sports night out. Classic Wednesdays. I was in fancy dress. What's a sports night out? all the sports teams from across the university right. all go out to the same club on oh, a night out and okay. everyone has their own fancy dress theme and right. if you're not on a sports team you probably hate sports night because <laughs> there's all just a lot of testosterone and yeah. competitive energy sounds like your kind of place yeah it was great <laughs> <laughs> love a bit of sports and competitiveness <laughs> um, but yeah I'd spotted him before he was quite good looking I think he spotted me before 
I didn't. I wasn't a shy. I was. A sh- I'm not a shrinking violet, basically. <laughs> I'm not a shrinking I was, violet. <laughs> I think I was dressed up as Minnie Mouse. Like, okay. Yeah, look, looking gr- looking great. If I can say that yeah, about myself. Yeah. Um, anyway, you know, you, you make the moves in the club. We're getting off. All fun. He says, "Do you want to come back to mine?" I was like, "Yeah, your halls is next door to mine." Like, <laughs> great walk of shame home. I literally, could be in my bed within a few minutes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get back to his hotel room. The clothes start coming off. The ears are on the floor. Mini <laughs> Mouse has been decapitated again. That's, that's a bit grim. But anyway, um, and yeah, you know, it was all going really well. All going really well. And then suddenly he kind of leans forward and whispers in my ear, "Yes, mummy." <laughs> And I thought, so um, my name's Emily, right? And I thought, did you just say Emily or did you say mummy? And I thought, I'm going to ignore it. And he did it again. He went, mummy. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, Whoa. And at this point, I'm like, your penis is inside me. <laughs> How? I, I don't feel comfortable anymore. I yeah. kind of want you to like exit. <laughs> Please take the nearest exit for you. Um, and I asked him about it afterwards. I was like, did you know you called me mummy? And he he was like, what? Nah, classic. Nah, what? That's classic, that is. And then he was like, mm, <laughs> don't do that, don't do that. And actually then he went on to be sick. Right. Um, not oh. hopefully from me, but from alcohol. Okay, all right. <laughs> not yeah. about, he was like, oh, I don't feel very well. And then I oh. kind of took that as my, my cue to leave. I was right. like, I'm going to go the really short walk home to my halls next door. Yeah. But yeah, so... Okay, so he sort of denied that he did it. Yeah, it was... It was a straight up like no I didn't but I was like well you did it twice right he definitely wasn't saying Emily yeah it was mummy okay like yeah. unless he thought my name was mummy it's <laughs> a weird name it's a bit of a weird name I'm not like it was it was I mean his head was in my ear like <laughs> it was like, there wasn't really much for the sound to go yeah I think well, if he hadn't done it the second time yeah yeah you would have just assumed he was saying Emily yeah I mean there's nothing wrong with that I mean maybe just give it a bit of prior warning this was, like, you at university, that was probably just before the, the term daddy got popular too, right? Probably. It was 2012. So it's, yeah, it's quite it's quite early for that sort of speech. Yeah. Without any warning. Well, you know, we were 18. Like, we just... Like, we'd only been at uni for a little bit. So, like, you know, he'd have just left home. And, but, you know, uh, with the drunken brain, you know, he's just left home. Maybe that he was actually thinking, I miss my mum. Oh, God. <laughs> Which now makes me feel really sad and pretty <laughs> mean that I'm talking about it in this podcast. <laughs> did you speak to him again afterwards he actually went on to get with one of my friends for a bit oh really yeah. did you ask them if he called them mummy I I didn't want to call him out because I felt like I didn't want to be that person that spread a rumour right, and yeah. then you know that makes sense yeah. you know especially in university and halls I did ask though the girl I did say oh so how is it you know any weird kinks what's going on does he have like you know does he call you any pet names <laughs> really trying to tease it out but no maybe it was I think maybe I just caught him in a bad spot but oh, or a good spot or a maybe, great spot maybe he was loving it I'm not sure if it was a kink or just a Freudian slip but either way it was a it was a moment where I was like oh oh heck okay okay <laughs> he has a bit of mummy issues <laughs> I've got a question yes was he a bit posh Yes. So, I watched Bridget Jones' Diary the other day for the first time. Okay. And Hugh Grant, when he does the that famous scene where he like realizes she's wearing Spanx. Yeah. Big knickers. Yeah. He says, "Oh, hello, mummy." He does, oh. <laughs> which fucking grossed me the fuck out. But, oh my god! And, he, and he Hugh Grant, he yeah. granted me. <laughs> yeah, you're his Bridget. 
I could be a Bridget. You could be a Bridget. I could be a Bridget. Yeah. I, maybe it's a posh thing. Maybe it is a posh thing. Maybe I've just not been on that side of posh. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm new wave posh, guys. <laughs> you can't, you don't know me, but I'm new wave posh. It's not old money. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Well, yeah. Hello, mummy. I got Hugh granted. You got Hugh granted, yeah. I didn't have big knickers on, though. No. Can confirm, very tiny. Very, very tiny. That was very Bridget. <laughs> Can confirm very tiny. <laughs> Alright, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening. It really, really means a lot to me that you have gone out of your way to come and listen to me talk to people about their weird sex stories um, if you like what we're doing go check us a follow on let's talk about sex jamie on instagram uh, tell your friends about us leave a review on itunes all that stuff that people with podcasts say at the end basically um, yeah it really means a lot that you listen and hope to see you next week love you bye